in five, four, three, two, one. How's your week? Anything? No. How about no. you? I'm still remodeling, man. Still doing the basement. I told you a couple weeks ago how we were running like uh we put like a new sink in and uh, a salon chair and uh I handed my father in law the wrench and every once in a while I was like uh I would just like yell I'd be like uh Phillips ha- hand me that tool and I'd just yell out whatever one I you know. I'm like, you need the uh I'll do the Adam Kroll go tool. The the oscillating spindle sander? No problem. <laughs> You ever notice that every mm-hmm. time he talks about tools, yes. that one comes up yes. immediately? I'm yeah. very confident that Crowell knows how to build a house with his hands. But what, if I don't, you found I don't know. He, what if you found out he didn't? <laughs> it's all total bullshit. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled. No, <laughs> you're right. Was making him believe that every every single job involved an oscillating spindle sander. I've used an oscillating spindle sander before, but I don't think you can hand it to somebody because I believe it's mounted in a table. It's mounted? Yeah, it's like a it's like a table, and in the middle, it's a, a circular sand spindle with a sandpaper all around it, and it, it goes up and down, and you take the whatever. hand motion that you're doing. Yeah, you say spindle, but I think right spindle. No, right. it's it's like it's shaped like a it's it's shaped like a like a, a circle. Is it a let's call it a sixty grit dildo that's spinning around? <laughs> that's what you're making it sound yes. like. And basically, you would take something flat on the table and push it. Into the sander, you know what I mean, and, and, and manipulate it around. No, this isn't getting any better. So, wait, you manipulate it around the... Sp- Listen, you're asking me about tools. I don't even know why I interjected, because I'm going to paint myself Listen, in the corner on you, this. You raised your hand, I did when, take I, you wood, raised your hand when I said I did take wood shop for one year in high school and in junior high. So you're talking about it... Okay, in, in order to make it less homoerotic. Are you are you really asking me, or are you fucking with me? Yeah, no, I'm literally asking All you. Right. In order to make it less homoerotic, is it like a, like a popsicle? No, it'd be We're like a, like, like a pring, dick, like a pring, like, like a Pringles can, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, and it's in the middle of the table, and it moves. Still up, it moves dick. up and down, okay. and while it does that, it turns. <laughs> you can't do that hand motion. I, that, there's the, that's what it does. Okay, it spins in a circle, 360 degrees. If you were a tiny bit better looking, I'd be getting aroused it, right now. Three. It spins 360 degrees. Got it. Okay, or it Got moves. It. Actually, it moves back and forth. So 180, 180, 180, 180, or something like that. Okay. And it also goes up and down. Well, that would make more sense for oscillating. Right. That's why I changed that mid-sentence. That's the only tool I could explain. And somebody's going to be like, that's not that's not the tool you're talking about, but they'll know which one I am. There is a tool like the one I'm explaining. Yeah. And it's for wood shop. Well, when I heard it described, I was like, oscillating. It's got to be the only other thing I know in the world that oscillates is what? A fan. That's it. So it's got to work somewhat like a fan. That's all I can think uh, of. I, speaking of wood shop, it's funny because uh, – I at one point in time, I, I th- when I was in wood shop, I, I thought to myself, "Well, I could be a carpenter. This seems pretty easy." And it's only because my teacher allowed me to make a cutting board for the entire year. But then I realized, in the real world, I I probably have to turn out. If you make carpentry your career, you might have to actually turn out some product. You're not graded on it. You she's actually like, get paid by. It's like product. one butcher's block. That's all you got to do. It was a him because I don't know who has a female wood shop teacher, but I wish. Anyway. Yeah, no, it was it was literally a, a thin piece. I you put a glue a bunch of pieces of wood together and then you sand it. You you know you shape it and you sand it. Yeah, and that's all I did. All you never made a bowl. <laughs> it wouldn't bowl 
for like objects like no like a pinch pot in uh, ceramics i never had ceramics no i in hammond we couldn't afford that we had a just a normal wood shop well i had that wasn't like junior high in art class it wasn't in the wood shop you never made a pinch pot no I don't think we even had ceramics. Maybe if we went to the career center or whatever, but I don't think that wasn't even an option. I'm talking in junior high. You just, it's a like clay. And then no, the teacher dude, takes... It was never an option for me. No? I had Mr. Shurik, who was a huge... You know, blankety bleep bleep dick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a huge Allegedly. Dick. Yeah. I'm Allegedly. Sure. We would... Everybody made a clock. And it was like, they give you the guts and you... I think my buddy Fuzz made like a Jordan clock. I don't whatever. You just take some logo and then you put the guts in it. You say your buddy Fuzz? My buddy Fuzz, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my best friend growing up, his name was Fuzz. We both, I don't know, for anyone local that listens to this, um, I worked at Freddy's Steakhouse in Hammond. I was like a busboy. And, uh, oh gosh, it was brutal. But uh, one of those jobs where it's so shitty and you're so young that you get excited that the perk is like, oh, if I know a line cook, maybe he'll throw like, hey, Dude, can you throw like four extra cheese sticks in when you do that and then just put them to the side for me? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I'll wash your car later. It's fine. Like, okay. And like if they would offer something big, like, oh, hey, look, toasted ravioli, just wax my shit, you know, my car later. No problem. Done and done. If you take the garbage out for me, this zucchini's yours. That's that's what I was like at 15. Anyways, Fuzz and I both worked at Freddy's Steakhouse. And, Metallica. Uh, Metallica. <laughs> but we, both, we both worked there. And uh, he started... Do he never really had the grasp of his hair down? He never it, like sideshow Bob. It, like like it looked like a fuzzy duckling. You know what I mean? It just kind of poofed. It's like it's like platinum, like blonde. a Jufro. No, because it's straighter than hell. But it just sort of like wiry, like a like a, uh, like a terrier, like a honestly like a baby fuzzy duckling. It just looked okay. like that. Well, he went through a phase, you know, in junior high. Like he started, to, oh, I got to start taking care of myself or whatever. He started putting gel in it. And then it went from being a fuzz to like uh, fuzz slick, helmet. like uh, it looked like he went to Jack Kyle's like Baptist or whatever. <laughs> it was super slick. So he tried that and it wouldn't always take and sometimes tufts of it would stick up. And so he got made fun of for that a little bit, I think. So he stopped. And anyway, so it was all just like, and one dude. Hence he, fuzz. Yeah. He walked in the back and uh, this dude was like, hey man, you look like a fuzzy duckling with that fucking hair or whatever. That's all and it takes. I, yeah. And he was one of those dudes where I don't think. I don't think uh, this was like a, a an ancillary reason. I don't think Fuzz ever shaved. Like you know, when you start like coming of age, I don't. know. I started shaving well before I needed to, and for no reason, just other than to go like, yeah, hell, because yeah. I would get like sideburns, but never anything right. on my face. Well, I would shave every once in a while just so I thought I had to. But when you would do you that, look on the razor for one, the one hair? Like, yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. And these are, fuck, that's dust. That's cat hair. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, I don't think Fuzz ever did that. This is like he's like my best friend. He's like my boy, but he never. What when you do that? What happens is your still your your stuff will just start coming in kind of normal eventually when it does. The other approach is never touch your face, ever. Like f- for any uh, grooming reason, you just so those first initial peach fuzz hairs. You're supposed to shave those off because those don't count. Right. Those aren't real beard hairs. They're they're not. You're not supposed right. to count those as real beard hairs. Well, he just let him go. Oh. So he went from like, like Fuzz's clean cut. It's like, like a Hessville beard. Well, that's exactly <laughs> where we were. I mean, this hails back to, I'm talking uh, yeah, 69. Like he looks like a grandma. Like 6,900 block of Marshall, Hessville. You know what like I'm talking about? Work. Like where you get like, so, you know, your grandma's like, and give me <laughs> oh, a kiss. There's like the feet, like just peach fuzz on her face. There's like peach fuzz coupled in with a couple long black ones. Ugh. Fuzz didn't have those. But he eventually... 
Now, he's like a Viking now. He's got like crazy red beard that comes in, whatever. And he can grow a great beard. But at the time, he went from, yeah, just nothing to all of a sudden uh, look like a lawn gnome. That's kinda. awesome. I don't, know. I don't know how I can start on Oh, you asked me why I asked you was why, was, why, why his name was Fuzz. Yeah, anyways. We're That's in, a fun nickname. We're in Woodshop, and Fuzz made a... I got a, I got a bunch of good Fuzz stories for you one day. But we all made um, clocks. And then the shoe puller offer. Which is a, a shoehorn? That's a shoe putter honor. No, this is a shoe puller offer. In Hammond, it's a shoe puller offer, but everywhere else in the world, it's a shoe puller. Is it just honor. The, the big wooden one? Yeah, it's just like, no, a you don't like, use... a, like a tongue that you stick in the back of your foot. And yeah, that's you, the it helps you so you don't break the back of your shoe. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the easiest. Say you had the dumbest kids in the world, right. but you needed to still technically be called a teacher, otherwise they wouldn't pay you. What you do is you give them a rectangle-shaped piece of wood and you draw a a uh, triangle cutout you know like you have like this just one v-shaped cutout at the top end of it and then you, the person, put, you put golf tees and make a puzzle and the uh, almost well it's but remember it's still a rectangle well you stick your foot in that rectangle and then pull your foot out of so basically shoe. you would like walk up and jam your foot in there and then pull the back of your foot out that's right that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard well i went to scott middle school I'm a hardcore product of wow. HMD. Yeah. You didn't make the, because um, I, I, so, we didn't do the clock, but years before that, um, when I was in junior high, everybody made the pop can lamp, where basically the only wood you did was you made two two pieces of platform for the bottom, and then you screwed on some rubber, you know, those rubber feet, yeah. and then you put a pop can on it, and then you ran a, a, a metal like conduit up through there, and then wi- lamp wiring. And you just made a, a lamp out of whatever pop can or, you know, 22 ounce can of beer your dad gave you to bring into school to use for the, they w- and back then I think like the teachers would allow you to bring a beer can in if it's, if it looked cool or whatever, it wasn't like that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I think you would hope it wouldn't be the same, but I, that would be fine. No, because there was a time where they started making, if you wore a shirt that had like anything tobacco related or cigarette, probably yeah. not where you grew up, but yeah, yeah. no, you know, you'd have to flip it inside out. It'd be it'd be worse than wearing a mini skirt. They used, you know what they used to do. I went to Morton High School. Uh, what they used to do. If anybody is looking to figure out who Ben is, you, mm-hmm. you could that you, now it's just on now. Well, you know what I dude, I was thinking about it like this. There's only I don't know who the hell else does a podcast in Northwest Indiana Chicagoland area. So it's like if if either you're going to learn about this area, or at least you can go. Oh yeah, I went there too, or whatever. So if you have another, if you if there's another Hammond based. Uh, uh, two, well, one really dumb guy podcast, and, and they tell you details of Hessville and Hammond. I hope you don't have a hard time choosing between the two. But anyways, when I went to Morton, uh, one of the one of the jobs this this is how hard it is to graduate there. One of the jobs is basically to load the pop machines. I don't mean by the employee, right? I mean by the students, well, we would load the pop machines, and thus Coke was the sponsor. So they would always have these Coke T-shirts. So that's how you knew who the slutty chicks were, because if you saw a chick walking out of the hall in a Coke, a Coca-Cola T-shirt, it was like, oh, she must have wore a halter top or something else that was right. banned. Gotcha. So, so those sense. are the ones, you know, those are the ones that you do the icebreaker. Oh, Coke shirt, huh? Having a bad day. That's that's rough. Coke shirt. Oh, you know that principal? Yeah, she's super mean. Did, just, you, know. you never wore anything or had anything that a teacher made you take off or yeah, turn into. What do you have? I wore a Marilyn Manson shirt, and it said, uh, "It said uh, what? It said something about sex on the back. It said God is sex, or 
I can't remember. It was something, to, to, you know, shocking, some shocking statement. Sex is dead. And I bet you it was just one teacher, though, that had, like, that had a real hard on for it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't every teacher. It was just that one that was like, but I tell you about wearing that last time. Yeah, and I don't you know, know if you mean? can wrap your head around this, but it was a crotchety old white guy that was like, sex is dead. And I was like, yeah, it just means, I don't, I'm not sure. It's just like a thing. Sex, you, it's a sex. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. But every kid in this class here is a product of sex. So we, can we just move past that eventually? I probably didn't go to school all through, except for picture day, which, you know, totally sucked because all for, you know, for four years of high school, at least probably from the time I was in like sixth or seventh grade, I'd say seventh grade, all the way through at least high school, I wore a a, a shirt, a punk like a punk rock t shirt, you know, with different every day? different yeah, every day. Sometimes I'd wear man. like a long underwear shirt underneath it. Oh, I did that then, all like the time. A, like a, like an army jacket over like that. a bomber army jacket or I did I had a, all the time. My friend uh, Derek, who I talked about on the podcast before, the guy who plays uh, played the guitar. That Are you gonna give out his address on. like I do? No. Okay. He uh, he's an amazing artist as far as like painting and sculpting on top of being a great musician wow and he painted on the back of uh i got an old um uh a copy of uh the godfather and on the front cover was a picture of marlon brando but it was like it was like pointillism like it was like done in dots and no stuff. Way, it was really you had, cool you had marlon brando on your i had a leather jacket. leather jacket i had a leather jacket and it had like it was like neon blue marlon brando and the name of my band was the ramblers at the time and it, the, the bottom part of my leather jacket said the ramblers and then it had the marlon brando thing on in it. school well, I mean, I like, wore to school, yeah. But I mean, you were in the Ramblers while you're still in yeah, school. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And, I thought you were uh, going to say the Puerto Rican flag with <laughs> Boricua. No, at the bottom. So I wore that. Um, so every and I, I had a you know the, the chain wallet, and uh, then for a while, like Is the chain really? that like the super extended chain. It's a shame Hot Topic wasn't out yet. Yeah, no, this was this <laughs> all this stuff was DIY. Like I made. Yeah, I, I literally like the only I I didn't I had a Harley chain wallet that I bought at Indiana Beach. But uh, so it was like a barley, <laughs> not even Harley. But beyond that, like every single thing I had was literally like you know, a, a, my cousin Steve had like some cool shirts that he gave me, and so I wore those, and they had like his armpit stains in them already, or wasn't they that were ripped? Wasn't that the best? It was like uh, the street cred value of it. it was oh like yeah, when somebody older gave you uh, my my uh, I think I don't know, they were they were probably married at the time. Yeah, they were <clears throat> my. My uh, sister's husband, Mike, he he had like a bunch of old ass like hairband stuff like it, like Ozzy and shit. Right. And I was into Ozzy because he was you know still around. Blizzard so like, of Oz era. Yeah, Ozzy? I have I have that on vinyl from from him actually. But yeah, he he would give me some of his old stuff, and it was just like people could you, you could, people could see like oh that's all faded like that's right. that's the it's real worn shit. In. That's the I'm real surprised shit. that you know what they they don't do like I I bet you these like resale like vintage. If you come in there with like an old rock T-shirt that's worn in, they could probably put a huge price tag, like in or not, excuse me, Chicago, like Manhattan or somewhere, like a real boutiquey place, to say like, oh, this is like vintage, like you know, Steel Wheels, you know, Rolling Stones, actual. <laughs> yeah. Somebody bought this at the tour. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I had a different shirt. Like so, the only thing I ever had to turn around was I, I used to wear like it wasn't a, it was like a the liner of a coat. So it was like a, it wore like a vest, but, okay. um, I used to wear this thing everywhere and then I'd wear like a hooded sweatshirt underneath it. So I'd have the hood and then this vest 
and it was just part of like I, it looked like um you look at, it sounds like one of the dudes from Silver Bullet no like the end of uh, or what's a uh, Breakfast Club Felt now it. he wore like eight layers of like you know uh, um yeah you know what I'm talking about my dad put cigarettes out of yeah. me so what yeah pretty much I didn't wear the trench coat but beyond that did you like, have that guy's attitude I feel like you oh did. absolutely <laughs> like I wore the fingerless gloves and the you know did you really oh yeah oh, you I wore, wore straight up punk. yeah yeah so what you what year did you graduate ninety five. Yeah. Okay. But right. but the I thing, feel like you were still keeping it alive at that point. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um well the thing was is there was a resurgence, but it was like the newer, you know, a, a new age of like screeching weasel like a but lot like of these like the queers style screeching back. weasel. Yeah. Well, it didn't come back, but I was well, still def- hold, I was still holding on to it, no, with, it like grim death. It did for for punk rock fans. Not really because I mean only like the major a lot of those bands like in t-shirts wise like you'll you'll see people wearing like black flag t-shirts or whatever but only like the big five or six bands really made a like people went back and listened but to um john the singer from lights of bridgeport he tweeted out something the other day that was like when i was in high school the 80s punk rock was like there was the resurgence like that was well, i mean it he, was a few years he, after he you, was but. saying he was saying that when you interviewed him like we the band that i was in at the time we were playing at a place where like every like i said everybody was playing like stuff from from green day to the smoking popes to you know everything mxpx whatever the the yeah. new like more hip radio like, friendly punk rock green day yeah you know the later green day stuff and so Would that rancid count uh not really cuz i still think that they they pretty much held the line but i think that they were they were because they were on mtv they were kind of glommed in with that green day yeah, thing yeah but I think Rancid still was a hell of a lot more hard edge than you know, than Green sure, Day. Sure. But I'm not talking about who is and who is not punk rock. What I was, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, so anyway, I had this on the back of my uh, my vest. I had this. Uh, it was like a machine gun, and it's it said the Vandals. It was a, which was a band, and it said <laughs> You're so hardcore it's, punk. It's, I, I need to see these pictures. It said it said peace through vandalism, and it had a machine gun on it. Now I'll I'll never forget, man. I had one teacher. Everyone else like just was like whatever this guy, and I drew it. It was like a drawn on. You know what I mean? I did the artwork. I didn't buy really? this patch somewhere. I I took an old T-shirt, like a white T-shirt that was my dad's, and I cut it into a square. And then I I basically stretched it out and did my own painting on it. And then pinned it on. And then pinned it with big giant safe like the that's, ba- that's like a, diaper baby pins. You know those big ones. Yeah, well that's a rite of passage too. Yeah, you, back then if you, there was no hot topics. So no, you yeah, had you, to do which is better. Well, what we did before that was we would take old. Once your T-shirt got messed up, we would just cut the front screen silk screen off and use that as a back patch or use right. that like as a as a patch on your on your jeans or, or whatever you yeah. know but see the thing was is my parents my parents were like those parents that were like yeah you're not leaving the house like that so i was like one of those kids who would get in the car and like, like the do, slutty chicks that yeah. had like the the brawlest thing underneath you yeah. you're yeah. Putting so much absolutely. So absolutely how'd you hide a big uh all those eight layers of chains and whatnot oh i'm i drove so i had uh I just had it in my car, or, you know. <laughs> so what'd you leave the house in? Uh, I mean, I would just, I would have a t-shirt. They would Boxers see, I, I, in a no, white beater? No, I would have like a, like a hooded sweatshirt that I'd zip up <laughs> with a t-shirt. you just like heart, with heart, heart boxes with hearts <laughs> and a white beater. Like you're just like the, like a uh, clean slate. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the base. Yeah. No. Are uh, you going out like that? Yeah. No. You know, that's, that's how, you know, my parents were pretty, uh, pretty conservative. So. But then that means you'd have to take it off when you came home together. Yeah. Or was it sore? No, 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 no. 
my dad didn't get home until six. So my mom was a hell of a lot more liberal than my dad was. So I would take half of it. I would take the, you know, the, the leather jacket they were fine with, you know, whatever. They knew I was in a band. You didn't have to unpin it every day, did you? No, I, you know what? I wasn't, uh, there were some guys that I hung out with that literally like did entire things with, they had spikes all over and pins in their leather jacket. They would go to like Tandy leather and literally buy those pyramids. And I mean, it would, you know how much work goes into that? I used to always think if you're putting that much effort into looking like like punk like oh like fuck these it's a uniform man it's yeah, a but, uniform but <laughs> you're going out of your way to look different but really you look like all the there other guys that look like that i think yeah the people that that but see the thing is that's why i didn't do that like i wasn't one of those guys i never had a mohawk my i had friends that had mohawks but yeah. i was like dude we're not we're not in england i, I don't always, need to have a mohawk i always like the way a lot of it looks but i'm like what I, I i never liked um you know i grew up a big nirvana fan and stuff like that so i, I was kind of you know the guys that were the the jocks whatever uh you know, the Abercrombie and Fitch types. I was always like, these guys like put so much effort into their look or whatever. Uh, it didn't like all the grooming and all the expensive clothing. And I kind of looked down on that just because that's my mentality at the time. Uh, but seeing punk rock guys, I would do the same thing. I'd go, well, it takes both of you guys 40 minutes to leave the house. Well, here's the thing. My pride was that it took me 30 seconds. I, I And I was more of that school of thought where like, all the bands, it depended on really who you listened to because there were bands like The Exploited or GBH or, you know, most of these like English-based bands, even like Total Chaos. Like there, there's some American bands like this that were hard, more hardcore bands that they did. They had Liberty Spikes and they had. But if you look at like the bands that I was into, like Naked Raygun, Pegboy, um, uh, Descendants, Dead Man. Kennedys, Black Flag, Circle Jerks, Alas, all these guys, set. all these guys had the haircut that you have on you have right now. And they just had a t-shirt and a leather jacket. Maybe it was like the in, in combat boots. You, it was you like said the, I had a Morrissey quaff a couple of weeks ago. I don't yeah, today because it's fallen. You're still asexual. I didn't though. put any. In, yeah. Well, no, that's fine. I just didn't put any effort. In. I put I put less than zero effort into it. But today. beyond that, I never had. Uh, I wasn't one of those guys. I had the teacher. The teachers never had to uh, to correct. But I, I definitely hung around with dudes who did, and I was. I, I just that wasn't my scene. You know, to be like Uber. And some people just take it too far. You you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I always thought so too. Like, there's one summer where they're, like, completely normal, and then the next year it's like, you know, again, the guy has, like, a, a two-foot Liberty Spikes, and they're yeah, painted. Dude, what the fuck happened to you? And yeah. the guy, yeah, the guy's, instead of giving the middle finger, he's giving the other finger like he's like he's British. The other middle, you know what I mean? They it's use the wrong. other. Yeah, they use a different finger. Really? Yeah, as to flip people off with. It's like they're, and it's like, really, dude? Come on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the stupidest shit ever. Well, it's like that, that remember that Salt, Salt Lake City punk movie? SLC but, punk, yeah. SLC, yeah. The, the craziest motherfucker out of all of them was this kind of the straight, right? The straight lace. That was a uh, Jason, uh, the dude that's in all the Judd Apatow movies. Uh, what's his name? Jason Siegel. Yeah, was it him? Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't even remember. I remember seeing it years ago, and and that really resonated with me because I was like, that's it. Like, some of the craziest dudes I know are the guys that are just normal because you know they're not. They're they're crazy for real crazy. They don't have time for uniforms and outfits and like to to prove to you. How, they're no, just watch out because they really are fucking. Nuts. Well, I remember watching that movie and being like, one, two things. One, oh yeah, this is just like it's like a a a, a big movie studio making a movie about something that I back then like I care so much about this and oh I this guys are posers. Dude, I was so pissed. <laughs> but really, it's actually not a bad it, a representation. Except for the, uh, you know, that gutter punk thing where people like, these guys are squatting. I, I was never into that, man. That, that to me, I'm not going to live in it, like some hovel. That's how I feel when I watch Kingpin. I'm like, bowling's <laughs> not like that. But I'll tell you, the one thing that resonated with me about that movie is the very, there's a, a scene in the very end where 
the main two characters, Matthew Lillard and the other guy, are um, they're young. And Matthew Lillard, or the other guy comes over to Matthew Lillard's house, and he's listening to, like, Foreigner or something on his jam box. And his <laughs> buddy has a tape, like a cassette tape that he got from his brother or from some other friend. He's like, hey, my cousin brought this from some other part of the country. That's what it was. It was like his cousin brought it from the other side of the country. He's like, this is going to change your life. And he puts it in the jam box, and the music starts. And it's like, I don't remember what band. It was like The Clash or, like, you know, some band. And I, I felt the exact same thing happened to me. There was literally one day where I was like, you know, listening to my sister's record player playing uh, Mr. Roboto by the sticks. <laughs> and then the following day it was like, bam, forever changed. Absolutely forever changed. You were like, I'm out. One of my, one of my buddies, uh, a guy moved into town and had a, I'll never forget. He had a, a circle jerks tape. And the first time I, from the first note of the first song I heard, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Really? And it's funny because I was just listening to uh, Marin's podcast over the holidays when he was saying he bought his niece a guitar. And it was like one of the coolest things that uncle could ever do was like getting, I think she was uh, listening to Black Sabbath. He got her listening to Black Sabbath. And I was, and he's like, a bunch of, he was talking, whoever he was talking to, they were agreeing. Like there is, everybody has that time in their life as a, as a, hopefully with music where you could remember when, when you heard that one thing. And I guarantee for you was Nirvana. Oh Yeah. Well, Where all of a sudden yeah. it was like, this is now important to me. Yeah. Like music is now the most important thing. I can't, and I yeah. never understood people. You ever meet a guy that goes, eh, you know, I'm really just not into music. You know, I don't really or or the person band. that when it's on, like they don't notice. Like you ever had that, like you, there's a great song, happened to me today. Like I said, we were, uh, my father-in-law was over when we were working on the basement. And today we were just priming and painting in that. Well, I was listening to, I have Local H's latest record on vinyl. I'm super proud of it because it's vinyl and hipster cred whatever but i have it on vinyl and uh there's a song called another february uh and it's just talking about how shitty and everything and how cold everything is in chicago in in february amazing song well i'm playing it and it's turned up i'm just rocking the fuck out in my head i'm painting and i just look over my father-in-law and he didn't sound like he didn't have a face like he didn't like it and he didn't have a face like he did like it he was just working right it's just background it's not an, to him. it's not an insult to him he, he was just yeah, he was just painting. He just didn't care. I, to be fair, I put Santana and Beatles on later, and he was into that. But I how was, do you know? How did you know he was into it? Was he singing? Yeah, he. You know, he's like talking along. Okay. Yeah, just you can tell when somebody's into it when they're not. That's how I could tell he wasn't. But I had this moment where I was like, dude, this song is amazing. Like it's it's. And it's it just cold. pissed you off that he didn't like. He yeah, didn't I'm like, it's cold. His. It's February. This, it's perfect. This song is perfect for right now, and uh, and for for someone else to not get it. It's like a summer shandy on a hot day. <laughs> it's like, yeah, perfect. It's like, uh, uh, it's just, it's kind of like how when we did that mixtape thing, like you take it personal when right. someone doesn't agree with you, like artistically. I'll tell you, probably the most like hard to listen to for me was like when you were just dismissive and I was like, man, I really put, put a good <laughs> yeah. foot forward. Your brother was the same way when he was like, dude, how can you? sit there and, and, and shit on like the most popular bands of a generation. You yeah. Well, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just a preference thing, but it, it does drive me. I think I started on that cause it, people are just dismissive of it. But yeah, when somebody doesn't enjoy it, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, don't you understand what's happening right now? This is amazing. I don't think my dad ever enjoyed any of the music I ever li- like, you know, there was never a time this was, I don't know if we talked about this and cut me off if I did, but I was telling somebody the other day, I go, I come home, and if, if my, my daughter's home who's two, all day, just to keep her busy, I watch Caillou, Thumbs I down. watch 
uh, you know, My Little Ponies. I watch uh, Bubble Guppy. Thumbs all these down. stupid. And, like, you watch Joe Gabba Gabba. No, Thumbs not down. that one. But That's awesome. uh, all these shows, it never it never stops. It's from one stupid baby cartoon to the next. Yeah. Baby it, first. TV. And I'm talking as long as she's awake. And even with my son's home, if she's she's she gets priority because we just want to keep her quiet. Uh, yeah. But my son, same thing. So when she's not monopolizing the TV and he's home. I'm watching well, dude, your kids SpongeBob. Like I'm watching down. whatever, and he has a TV in his basement, but he wants to be by where I'm at. But I, as a kid, and I'm not shitting on my old man. I definitely wish I had. I was more like this. I could. I was telling somebody the other day, like, there's no way in hell, and there was no DVRs. <laughs> like it wasn't you up could to come you what home. Was on? Yeah, hell no. Yeah, come. Okay, so my dad got home. We ate dinner. Come seven o'clock till ten. It was what he wanted to watch. And you never even considered, like, hey, Dad, I know, you know, most nights I wouldn't ask, but tonight. No, but you're right. You didn't even consider. There's it. It a special even... thing that I want. No. no. And it, it wasn't like, oh, I can't ask him. It's just like you just don't. You right. Just... It's out of respect. It's like he's home. He worked all day. He's watching TV. It'd and, be and, like and... taking food off someone's plate. Like, you're just not going to. Plus, I, I know what the answer would be. Yeah. And it would be like, not only no, but hell no. It's not happening. You know, I remember we had a a TV in the kitchen and I would uh, like, I'd have to empty the dishwasher and it was a tiny, like nine inch screen. And I remember being like, that's cool. Cause at least I get to watch what I want to (laughs) watch. I'll do the dishes. It it had like these giant antennas that you had to put just right with like tinfoil on the end of them. And, but uh, it was just funny because nowadays it's like my kids run the show. If if I could just come down here and turn whatever I want on, but then they're going to be busy bothering me. But even then, I know everybody seems like, well, why don't you play with them? Well, come on. Who wants to do that? <laughs> but my dad, even if, if I try, I would never even annoy him because he, really? would, he wouldn't have it. He'd be like, I'm watching TV. He would not even acknowledge you're, you're like, there. You were like a, you were like a burden? or Not a burden, but it was just like he's now relaxing and watching TV and it's not time to talk. It's you're time like to watch TV. like a barnacle on the whale that is his house. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like even now when I watch TV with my wife, it's like question. Que- she's on her phone looking at Facebook, and then she'll look up and be like, I have a question about what we're watching. Like, why did he do that? And it's like, why don't you put your phone down? I'm not watching the TV for both of us. You Too either watch in. it. Yeah, well, we all are. I mean, it's a society. My wife's it? pretty good about that. Like, I'll have the baby first TV stuff on for the kids. And uh, if it's on for, like, more than a couple hours, my wife will come and just turn it off. And she'll be like, all right, let's do something else. And it's good because I'm as plugged in as they are. So I, I always... If it's up to me, the TV would always be on. And if I don't feel like watching TV, I'll just put Sports Center on. Because I'm not really watching Sports Center. It's just giving me right tips and background you know. noise. Yeah, it's just background noise. That's fine. Well, plus they play the same stories every 20 minutes, so you really don't have to pay too much attention because That's it's going it. to come back around in a minute. But I'm a I'm a noiseaholic. Dude, my brother-in-law, I'm a quietophobe. He, he when my sister was in town last time, my brother-in-law uh, and her and the kids were staying at my mom's house. This guy watched Sports Center. For like eight hours straight, did not get out of his chair except you know a couple times to pee or his, smoke his a cigarette. Illness is what again? He, literally, I was sitting there watching him watch it, and he's staring. He's looking at his phone, checking scores or whatever, and watching. Wow. The, the, and, but I'm like, dude, you realize every probably twelve minutes they recycle the exact same story, hoping something they can get a new one to pop every in the middle. 30, every thirty, but, but yeah. it is it's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why don't you watch the thirty minutes? I could see you hitting it three times a day. But that just shows, like, hey, I really don't want to be. Bo- not I don't want to be bothered by anything. Else yeah, right now. yeah. But I, I feel for him though, because it's not like he's. Oh, what was the score of the Tampa Bay no, he knows. Lightning game? He knows. It's, it's like just, uh, what do you call that when you? It's uh, like white osmosis. Noise. It's like white noise, man. It's just there. 
Except nice. it has L. Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> when Dan Patrick's on, it's very white noise. Very white. Ultra white noise. When Michael Wilbon's on, it's half white noise. Sports fans will get that. This all started with me asking you about fuzz. It started with you making a motion that looked like you were holding, like you were in an NBA locker room doing an interview, and you were holding your hands up here like this. Shaq. Yeah. But it was the same thing again. I've already kind of gone over that before, but it was the same thing. Are you watching the Olympics? I watched a little bit of uh, Judge Me If You Want. I watched a little bit of figure skating today because what they do is magic on ice. It was beautiful. No, I don't know. I just watched it because, like I said, it was like white noise. It was just on. It was there. Uh, you know what I did? I, I, the Hawks played their last game until the Black Chicago Blackhawks until the Olympic hockey you know, was over. Whatever, dude. I fucking love hockey. But so I'm like thirsting for hockey. It's not on. Well, I turn it on. And I see USA versus Finland, and they got the USA gear and and the Finnish gear, and they're playing a, a furious hockey match, right? So. Game, whatever the hell. I fucking love it's the wrong. Tennis. I fucking love the wrong term. No, it's the hockey. Somebody hockey will, game. Somebody will correct. No, somebody will correct me. There's a. Proper, I doubt they will, but maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if I ask for somebody to correct me. No, they still won't. Um. <clears throat> so I'm watching it, and I didn't think that hockey in the Olympics had started yet, and I'm like pumped to watch it. I can't wait, and I'm like. USA versus Finland. Oh, this is great. And I'm starting to look like the names of the back of the jerseys. Like, holy shit, I can't believe I, I missed one period of the game already. And then I started noticing, wait a minute. Like, look how they're shooting. Look how they're moving on the ice. Girls. Girls. Yeah. But it took me a good 30 seconds. Because they're so padded up, you can't tell no, the shape the thing, of their same, same, You can't tell the shape of their body at all. But same helmets, same pads, same game, same gear, same everything. You can't see anyone's face. I noticed, and it, and it dawned to me that like I'm always making fun of how girls run, <laughs> dude. If I, I don't know if I talk about this on the show. About before. you not being able to run. No, about girls. Oh. Girls, the fastest, best runner you know, can't. Uh, <laughs> the fastest, like the girl that runs marathons every year, I guarantee she runs silly. They all do. The, she could be. Like, oh, I run 20 miles a day, no problem. I guarantee that you don't know what to do with your hands. And they're up here like you're a baby. Like Mr. Burns? Like you're whole, like exactly. <laughs> like you're Mr. Burns and you want to get your, your hands cooled off by a towel or like you're a, you're a baby T-Rex and you're like chasing down some smaller prey. They all do it. And I was like, I didn't know. What What's tra- the cool way to run though? I'll like blade you, hands? Not quite. Not quite fists. Not quite blades. Somewhere in the middle. Make your hands into like a punching fist, then relax them. And you, I, I don't Relax know. them, let's say 30%. That's how you do. Elbows not up high. Some guys put their elbows way up high to sort of make themselves. Yeah, some guys will do that. You'll see guys do that. It's sort of like a marionette puppet. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's exactly like a marionette. I never thought of that before, but yeah, they're kind of doing this shit. <laughs> I don't know what's up with people. Maybe I look silly when I run, but I guarantee I don't have the weird wrists or the weird elbows. Are you concentrating on not no weird wrists? No weird wrists. No I don't need elbow. to. I'm a normal person, not a woman. All right. So when they play hockey. It translates. I'm like, they're, yes, they're very good at hockey, same as women are good at running. But somehow, something they do on the ice, I'm like, oh, there's something a little bit not right with it. Lamar was able to change the javelin to fit his limp-wristed <laughs> throwing style. <laughs> is that a uh, revenge of the nerves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Thank God. But I, uh, I didn't catch all of the opening ceremony, but I did catch the militant Russians doing, what was I just complaining about last week? Daft Punk. How shitty they are. Yeah, they're pretty shitty. Well, this cements it in history because if the Russian militants 
think it's a good idea to start doing. I think that was like, hey, look, we could we could definitely let our hair down, and it was not. It, the, 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 da, the, here's da, the thing. Come in, come in, we sing song for you. Come in, sing song. Hey, you like a gay music, Daft Punk. <laughs> I sing this for you. You sound like Yakov Shmirnov. I mean, I well, I think He's a Russian. Okay. He's a Russian. Good. Come in, uh, I sing Daft Punk for you. The, well, the, the funny thing was, the, the song sucked. They did a terrible rendition of it. However, the visual it. is amazing because there's a couple of young guys, and then there's some old crotchety dudes who are in the military, you know, part of the military that are just like, "This is bullshit, man." I, you, you telling me that I've been, uh, you know, I've been holding up the wall of communism for this many years, and now I got to deal with this bullshit? I mean, the, the look in this guy's face is amazing. First, we are duped by Hitler. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It, the guy in the back. There's a if you if you watch the clip, you can find it. Just YouTube, Russian, Daft Punk, whatever. There's a guy behind the, the gentleman that's singing, and he looks. He's got this look on his face. I'm a hundred, not a hundred. I'm ninety nine percent certain that some, that his family is tied up somewhere. And he says, "You'll do this song. You'll do this song, and you'll do it well." Well, somebody told me there was an article in the paper or on the internet. Where one of the guys that was part of the opening ceremonies, something happened where he botched it up, and the following day they found him stabbed to death in his apartment. That sounds about right. I like how I'm laughing about that. <laughs> that. Sounds about right. Yeah, seems like. Uh, what did he screw up? I don't know. I'm not even sure what. He held the Olympic detail. flame wrong. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what he did. But I saw somebody on Twitter put. Uh, oh God, it was something about the. Because, like, the Russians are saying that they wanted it to not be, like, an anti-gay Olympics or something. <laughs> they were very, right, they were like, oh, the Olympic flame has came into the building. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, it's, it's all off the rails now. <clears throat> okay. Uh, now, everybody knows that the Olympics uh, in the winter are kind of, other than the hockey, there's really no reason to watch them. And occasionally, if a woman gets uh, hit with a cane in the shin. <laughs> but other than that, that's the yeah. only reason. Um, that being said... Do you do you feel any of that patriotism? No, I don't like, care. Like on the po- when they're on the podium, I don't care. No, no, I don't care about any. When of it's it. a little girl, like all her dreams are fulfilled. No, I don't care. I don't. I mean, I I guess I feel happy for anybody, regardless of where you're from. That's I funny. Mean, I, I, you know, that's, that's funny you mention that because I was uh I was thinking that on the way here. I don't have. I'm man. I'm. I don't know. Maybe I'm a shitty American. It's quite possible. But I don't. You're uh, definitely an American. That's for <laughs> damn sure. I don't have like. There's a part of me, and I don't know, I don't know if it's not Paige or whatever it is. There's a part of me when they're on the podium that when I see whoever's in second, third place, I I, I start thinking like should have trained a little bit harder. No, no, I'm the opposite. I start going like, well, their their facilities probably weren't as nice. <laughs> and like, okay, of You're, course the Americans won. Like they were they were funded by Coca Cola. You know? But but if you look at it this way, look at how Ivan Drago trained, and look at how Rocky trained. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, oh, that's solid. it's about the heart. That's a good it point. has really little to do with the equipment you have. Well, he had you'd to, have steroids, and you could have all the uh, hard power punching. But know, where did he have to go to train? To over, really get, over there, absolutely. And yeah. he had to, he had to forget about all his problems back here, which were plentiful. But my thing is, I always just want the underdog to win, and I don't feel like the American is ever. The I'm underdog. never. You know what? I I guess uh, I don't root for the underdog. You don't? No. I root I for I root for the guy who I think is the best. I don't really care. I, so you're telling me if it was a boxing match, a baseball game, whatever it was, um, a hockey match, you are going to root for the underdog. I mean, obviously you like the Blackhawks, but if take the Blackhawks, if Hawks I don't have any them, vested interest, right. like if I'm not a fan of them, then yeah, I want the guy who's not supposed to win. Yeah. Unless it's somebody with like a storied career and they're 
like when the Patriots had their perfect season and they were going all the way through and they were going to, if they win the Super Bowl, they would have went straight through. Right. I, I wanted the Patriots to win because I wanted to see history. I wanted to see like, I was there and I watched it. That was amazing. Right. But no, usually I want the underdog to win. Yeah. Anything else good with the Olympics? Man, I don't watch a ton of it. They do that curling. It's stuff. on all day. Isn't That's it? a like all, just, I mean, all twenty four hours a day. Day. I can't tell you the last thing I've seen on the Olympics or last time I've ever watched any Olympic event ever. But at least I mean, the last one. At least there's Olympic hockey. I love it. I it's do great, like man. gymnastics. That's probably the only thing I can actually sit down and watch. Summer ones. It's for winter gymnastics. Nope. Oh yeah, then yeah. Okay. Just except for the one with the flag that they do, like the long, the long exercise or whatever, with that stupid like flag on the stick, like that Will Ferrell's doing yes. in old school. Yes, I've never seen anyone act. They do that. Oh for yeah, real? yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just love. I mean, I, I like that. To me, takes like so much perfect timing that it's. I mean, it's just amazing how how. Like they the stick fl- these lands and the gymnastics other yeah. than the flags. But I mean, I I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. I wouldn't stay home on a Friday night to watch gymnastics. It I don't watch them either. But it does seem like when they're on that the balance beam, I, I just I can't every every I'm every time I think someone's going to get their face smashed every single time. You're secretly hoping. I I don't I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. TVs are too good now. They're high def. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to see some. No, as far as the Olympics go, though, you know what? Uh, I could care less. I just I would it preempts all. They should find they should have an Olympic channel and just put everything there so we can go ahead and watch the that rest of fine. our stuff. You know what I'm saying? That way, well, most people ignore it, right? Who gives a shit? I have the I, I, downhill I mean, skiing. You ever hear the name for three years? Here's the thing: all those people that do once the Olympics is done, that's it for you. It's almost like high school, but except way cooler. Because if you're an Olympic skier, like where is there to go? I mean, I guess you can compete in skiing, but yeah, by and like, large, like, like people don't know cups. who you are. No, Unless you're really. a skier, you know, you could grow up to be a, 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 you could imagine starting off like Bruce Jenner and ending up like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> right. It, has there ever been a larger fall from grace? Is he going to turn into a woman or something, by the way? I read that. He's on not the, a woman. Uh, <laughs> I think he's working on it. I think his, Somebody, face, I think his I, face already is. Allegedly. But, but his vagina has not come to fruition. I don't know. I, I've, I've heard, I've heard that that is. Oh, uh, let that be true, please. Well, oof. That'd be, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing if they did work on him and he looked just like all of like his... It was a Kardashian. He became a Kardashian. If he looked just like one of the Kardashians. Like, I don't mean like they meant it, but since they're all so done, I want to see if like they go to the same doctor and he's just like... I'm just, I think they hate him now. He's like, I'm he's just, out. I'm just like you. He was, he was, he's out. Why? He's divorcing her, that chick. The mom. So why do they hate him? Uh, for whatever reason, that they're getting a divorce. Probably because he, he's a douchebag. Well, yeah. I mean... So are they? <laughs> no, I, I agree. I'm <laughs> no, saying he's a douchebag. According to them, he's. A, oh. I mean, he's probably pretty cool, right? That's, I gotta say, one of this the best too. athletes of all time. Have you, have you seen this? Uh, um, Dude, when you say fall from grace, that guy won like you remember how many damn? Do you medals? remember when we were to, probably you were a little bit too young? You remember Dave and Dan Nike? They were like Nike's big thing. I don't remember what Olympics it was. But I can't remember their last names. There was Dave and Dan. And I think McDonald. Everybody was running these promos in the 80s about these two guys. or triathletes. Mm, no. One guy went on to greatness and the other guy just completely fizzled out. But a tr- yeah, to be a, a, a Olympic gold medal triathlete, I don't think it gets better than that, does it? I mean, unless you're David Blaine. It doesn't get better than that, like, physically, but... But no one, no one, no one cares. Still, I'm just saying, as far as uh, if you're going to say, "Hey, this person's the, a spectacle of like athleticism," I don't care what sport you play, a triathlete, oh, you know. Yeah, 
yeah. other athletes should look at you and go, wow. Well, but to be fair, like he said in Eastbound and Down, he goes, I play real sports, not to see who can exercise the best. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah. You're, you're, you're... I guess if you consider baseball a real sport. Yeah, well, which I do still, sort of, still. But you know what? The only good thing about the Winter Olympics is that I don't have to hear about Michael G.D. Phelps. Another, I don't understand. That's how I feel about the Blackhawks. Why? That's, I just, I mean, because you know what? It's almost you're like crazy. Uh, here's why: Olympic nobody hockey, cared Olympic about be nobody awesome. cared about Michael Phelps, right? Until he be, until he started winning all these medals. And why be, would and, you? Okay, same thing with the Blackhawks. Nobody no, cared. Nobody cared. And then all of a sudden, the black, dude, more. I what I've told you a million times when I see yeah, women wearing like, like Blackhawks jerseys. You sound like every bitter old man of a team that finally won. I live here. I have absolutely no reason to not w- want them to well, wish me, them let well. Let me put it like this: Were the Hawks on TV? No, no. I understand. Okay, that. so how can you care about them? If I on understand. TV? Were that they on billboards it, and commercials? It helps. To, it no. helps. That they definitely have young, good-looking members. I don't yes. know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's, you know. I think by and large, hockey hockey players are probably the most handsome athletes of all. Oh, yeah, you specified. Oh, I thought you were going to play your cricket sound. No, <laughs> I will now. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, they're they're starting to land some big. Yarmir Yager. They're starting. To, they're starting to land some big celebrities. Who? Car- Carrie Underwood is married to Mike Fisher, who plays for Nashville Predators. Okay, what yeah, a beautiful marriage. He, he plays for the Predators. I don't so, know. Yeah, well, he pulled her right. I guess. Alicia Cuthbert of 24 Ooh, fame. Hot. She got tossed around by a couple of hockey teams. Okay. Yeah, she did. So, yeah, no. That's, they're, they're, so, two? I, I mean, better I don't know. You want me to go through a laundry I, list? I, I I'm sure know. they get more. Uh, 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 what's that chick? Uh, Hillary Duff? Yes. I, mean, I think a hockey player. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Yeah. I think no, I don't really. have like a phone book of all, but I, I know they're doing well. Sergey Fedorov? They're doing well for I themselves. Think for her? Hillary uh, Duff? I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, In other news. I'm excited about Olympic hockey, though, I'll tell you that. Apparently, uh, there was a story floated out that there was th- this this jerk-off that does the um, celebrity boxing every couple years. I think it's for a fundraiser. But this guy, um, I can't remember his name, Maury Feldberg or Moses Feldstein or something like that. How dare you? I he, know. Uh, I know. No, that's getting. the guy. The guy has a, he has mm-hmm. a very, uh, very Jewish name. Anyway, he... Is put, was putting on a, a promoting a, a boxing match between um, George Zimmerman and who, and then he, basically he put it out there like, "Hey, let's see uh, who wants to fight him." And we'll, we'll, I don't know if they were going to vote on it or how they were going to do it, but they were asking celebrities to step up that wanted do you think to fight they asked him. Any white people? I'm sure they did, but they were Maybe quick to, they were quick to dismiss. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. that would be the only one. Michael Rappaport. I did. They're like he's he's kind he's of- white. Right, but uh, apparently DMX was like the loudest barking of all. Uh, in That's reference to barking. you, like that? Like how yeah, he did that? yeah, I did. Um, so he he wanted to fight, and, yeah, I, I, and this is going on for like a week. <laughs> this is going on for a week, and I guess tonight they they uh, the guy announced that they're not going to do it now. It was supposed to actually happen on Trayvon Martin's 19th birthday, the anniversary of Trayvon Martin's birthday. And now the guy's like, yeah, you know what? I didn't realize this is probably in pretty poor taste. What? <laughs> That's all DMX is the whole time he's pummeling his face. What? I was hoping that Zimmerman would beat the living shit out of DMX. What? Why not? Uh, you know, and the underdog. God, that would have made for a better narrative. Absolutely. I wish he would have been like, uh, you know, uh, 
Now I can't remember his name. I, I rarely want to see two people both get beat up at the same time. <laughs> like the same like Rocky and Apollo where they knock each other out. I thought it should have been. Don't you remember a couple years ago they had uh, Ron Papillo fight uh, Dustin Diamond? The same yeah. same organization. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, who who would you rather? I would. Why don't they get like Mike Tyson to fight well, Rick Zimmerman? The Tanya Harding too. Who'd she fight? Tanya Harding did a couple of matches. No, uh, what, I would try to. It, wouldn't it be awesome if they got like Zimmerman in there and they're like, you know what? Yeah, you, we signed you to Tyson. this contract. Uh, DMX dropped out. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. is now going to fight you. Oh, or you know God. what I'm saying? Like somebody that would just like Evander Holyfield or somebody that would my just style like. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Praise be to Allah. I'll eat his heart. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. But apparently, yeah. So this guy called this thing off. It's not going to happen now. What do you think? Somebody's, I, dude, somebody's going to whoop his ass, right? Zimmerman? Just on the street or? No, the whole thing no, is called like off. No, in, in a match. He'll eventually no, fight. I think that he was, basically the article was saying like the guy the guy was like, you know what, maybe Zimmerman isn't the guy to, to, to really put out there like this. Dude. Of course Zimmerman's he, looking for a payday. Zimmerman's dying for a payday, so he'll fight somebody. He gets arrested every other month. What's up with that? I Did, don't know. Didn't he, until then, didn't he go pretty much clean? As far as I know, I never heard, I mean, obviously, it I mean, sure whatever he was doing out. didn't make national news. Yeah, but it would have during now the, his wife is during saying, the trial it would have come out like this been yeah, arrested. I didn't watch it, but I'm, that yeah. might have had a hand in him playing carrying a gun also. Although in Florida, yeah, who knows? But apparently, uh, I remember Nick was telling me during the trial he had a, like a personal trainer like testify on his behalf, saying, and this is crazy, saying this guy is a, a fat sack of shit mm-hmm. that is a huge pussy and can never beat up anybody. Now the guy is, is basically going to fight in a charity boxing. Maybe they should have him fight Jose Canseco. He likes to do those bo- charity boxing Again, things. Again, but he would kill him. Who, Jose Canseco? Yeah. So what? Sure. Well, who cares? It's got to be a black dude. I mean, come on. Does it really? Yes. Up? It's got to be, right? I, I mean, for what they're looking to do, yeah. Not for but, me, but, no, but no, no, for what, for what you're see. looking to do. Yeah, yeah. They want to see a black guy beat him up, so I would make sure you found one that could. Yeah. Yeah, well, dude, it's not going to take much. How do like you know? Because like he said, in the in the trial. OJ also the guy put was on like, a glove and pretended it didn't fit him. He's like, obviously, you could see from the guy. <laughs> look, look at this guy's bitch tits. Look at uh, they're basically uh, his muscles don't work no more. Uh, if you take a look at his legs, they're uh, what, what we call atrophied. They're atrophied. Uh, basically, the guy. He, now, you know he's a pile of shit already, but I'm talking about physically a pile of shit. <laughs> if you saw us coming in the door, we had to carry him in a papoose. <laughs> I brought George Zimmerman in in a spoon. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you this right now. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's not going to happen. So we're not going to see it either that's way. Sad. We got a few celebrity apologies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First one being LeBron King James. I like that guy, man. You do? I'm in the LeBron camp. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because of because of his amazing athletic ability. He just goes out there and play. You know what I mean? I, I don't think he lets all that stuff get to him. He's just out there playing playing the game. You know, for as good as he is... You know, he doesn't cause no drama off the court, though. No. That's, for as good as he is, like, he could be a lot worse. He could go out there and just talk, like, every day. And he could be like Kobe. He'd be like, I'm yes. Who's a whiny just, little bitch. And he could always, like, complain about everything. Yeah, you're, I mean, for the most part, I, I don't really care one way or the other, but for the most part... I think part, the reason that people don't like him is because he won't give you what you want. He won't be that asshole that, like, you know, that... that uh, that anti no it's just because whoever's the best you just want to like you know shit on them tear them down it's, i think it's just yeah a little bit of like the green monster like oh, nobody this, wanted this to guy, tear michael jordan this down. guy thinks he's yes they did not at the time now they do well we, dude because you found out he's a huge asshole we live we live in chicago he, he was no well, you know what i mean that's like in I, miami they love LeBron. i'll tell you this right now no matter where you go in this country 
Michael Jordan ring. His name rings out in the streets. Everybody likes Michael Jordan. <laughs> Every street I go in, that's everybody sure. likes Michael Jordan, dude. His basketball, as far as his basketball ability, nobody says like, "Oh, that guy, that guy sucked." No. Nobody. Well, that might be it too. Is there like he's he? Listen, Le- you can go anywhere. I don't care what team you like. You can't say that Derek Jeter's not good. Yeah, can't everybody do knows that. You can't say Albert Pujols isn't awesome. You can't say LeBron's not awesome. That's what I'm saying. So right. it, it, I'm just I just in the streets. It, their names all ring out in the streets. <laughs> in the streets. Well, anyways, um, before a game, I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago, a reporter asked him about uh, Oklahoma City Thunder star Kevin Durant's improved passing game this season. And Oklahoma if, Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, is they, that a girls' team? They used to be. They used to. They play. I'm hockey. serious. They I have no hockey. idea what that is. It used to be the Seattle SuperSonics. I have no idea what that is either. That's a basketball team. Okay, you know about Sean Kemp, Rain Man, bunch of kids. Seattle has a basketball team. They used to. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, Moving they did. On. Anyways, they moved to OKC, is what we call it in the streets. Anyway, they, they this guy's the second best player in the league, arguably. They were asking him about him, like, "Hey, he's becoming a good passer. Are you jealous?" or something to that effect. And uh, James said, "No, that's retarded to me. Kevin Durant is is great at being a passer." Right. Uh, just kind of flippantly said the, the you know retarded tongue in cheek. Yeah. Well, just insensitively used the term. No, he didn't. He didn't insensitively use it because he didn't say this guy's a retard. He just, he was, no, that would be malicious. Listen, here, here's, here's something that I, I truly believe in. Um, he basically, that's just something he's used to say. I right, wrong, or like what Eminem says, fag people go back. I think that's a little bit different. I, I just think that's the uh, same. No, because I think that that's specifically maliciously. It, it, that's that's to put somebody, a group of people down. When Eminem says fag, he means like this dude's weak, like he ain't nothing. When this guy's saying retarded, he it's means a pre- that's dumb. It's, it's a pejorative statement. So it's retarded. Not. I, I I just think that that. I just oh, don't what think you're it, saying is retarded. <laughs> I just <laughs> think that we it's accepted by the masses as not something specifically geared towards somebody who's special needs. I understand that's what it's derivative from. But yeah. I don't think like you know what form, I mean. A form of retard for, for somebody to pick that out and make him apologize for it is 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 retarded, dude. No, I don't think so, dude. If you're a public figure, you can't say something's retarded. Not I in an interview. Know. If you're hanging out with your friends, but when someone's got a mic in your face, you don't go, "Yeah, I know that." But he, that wasn't his intention. It wasn't. There's no malice. You want to hear my favorite part about his apology? Yeah. He says, <laughs> "See if you spot this when I say it without me without telling you." If there wasn't Jews in the media, I wouldn't have to apologize <laughs> for this. I was gonna say retarded, but I meant the Jews. I used the word retarded before. Obviously, it had nothing to do with kids that are underprivileged. Underprivileged? You caught it without me even <laughs> finishing. So apparently LeBron James thinks that... He's uh, retarded. He's retarded now. Right. Not in a down... So now you can see it's 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 he's okay to say retarded because he's retarded. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. He doesn't know how to speak. Re- he doesn't know what words Retarded mean. on retarded how crime. hold it against Camp. him when he doesn't know what words Sorry. Mean? I do that every week. I he's don't, ignorant. I don't Google stuff. Doesn't know. Yeah, just like last week when we said we're going to make a retraction that Pat Smear is not gay. And I think I said 99% sure he is gay. Yeah. He is not. Wife and children. Yeah, I guess he got a wife and kids. Beard. Go on. Yeah, just because a guy has a little space between his teeth, all of a sudden you think automatically. I like how you specify. <laughs> so that's my favorite part, too. He said, obviously it had nothing to do with kids that are underprivileged. LeBron, it's not really good to say retarded, but now that you think that that people that have Down syndrome just means that they have less money or opportunity. <laughs> that makes you retarded. Yes, that was. But that was a. Uh, that was one of my favorite. I know we. You know this has been sports heavy, man. So I apologize for 
people that don't like sports, but it's been there hasn't been a ton going on this week, and there has been sports going on. We never so, talk sports, so. All right. Well, some people are like, you know. Me, because I don't know anything we met, about we, it. We mentioned the Super Bowl, and a couple people were like, hey, enough of the sports. So I, I feel you. But listen, I like apologies. They make me laugh. And my second favorite apology of the week is Joakim Noah of our Chicago Bulls apologizing for the foul language after he got ejected against the Sacramento Kings last week. So they're losing to the Kings. He gets tossed for one reason or another. It doesn't matter. We're not sports fans. He gets tossed, but before he gets tossed, he makes it a point to do the uh, he makes it a point to do the half big thing on his right. way out. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, and fuck you. I'm out. Talk about watching sports and how funny it would be if you're watching sports and the guy stops to go, "You're cool. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> right. you." So he looks like science show Bob. He th- he threw a fit and caught and uh, he wasn't just like man, like f this. He each one of them. He gave them each their two seconds of fame and left on the way out. And uh, and it was pretty funny. Why is he apologizing? Is on unsportsmanlike conduct? Uh, or because there's children there? Or what? He's just... I believe you shouldn't have to apologize for... Especially stuff like that in the heat of the moment when your adrenaline's pumping. It's a, it's a very... Probably monetary reasons. He's well, going to get I'm fined. I'm sure he's going to get fined. But I'd be yeah. like, fine. You can't do both. You can find me and I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. Or I'll apologize and you can't find me. Unless yeah. there's a happy medium and they go, hey, we're going to fine you $50,000 for FU or $20,000 if you apologize for each one. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, you say sorry. Right. Or We're going to knock off 30 you. Gs from each FU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he, his official apology was, I'm really disappointed. I shouldn't have acted the way I, I shouldn't have acted that way. I apologize and I'm sorry to all three referees out there. They're out there trying to do their jobs and I should never have said the things that I said. I hope uh, they accept my apology, and I hope I can move on from this. So that was his apology. I think we're... I, that probably it. We like, need a bumper. I think we're like seven. No, more than that. More than sure. seven? I think probably nine or ten, no. If you guys see any public apologies that make you laugh or you think are unwarranted, please hit us up at uh, Hey My Ben, uh, Hey My Man Podcast 2012 or Stupor Dave Inc. Just hit them mm-hmm. up. You can use the hashtag. Um, we, we, we just do... H-M-M-A-C, the Hey My Man Apology Counter. Hit us up because they crack us up, man. And I love when celebrities have to act like they're not real people and apologize. And it's just, it's funny to us. So let us know about your celebrities. That's our celebrities for the week. Uh, Before we go, again, on Fridays, check out the Fallout Shelter. If you are in Crescent City, which I don't know if you are. I think it's 101. I say this every week. I think it's 101.9 on the FM dial uh, between... It's six and eight, so for us it's eight to ten. Uh, again, that's on Fridays. You can hear it on www.kfug. I think it's one extra W. www.kfug.org. What the kfugradio.org, and uh, you'll hear our friend uh, Jason Fallman in the Fallout Shelter. Basically, they play a bunch of uh, kick-ass music on there, and they talk about the podcast. Dave so. made a soundboard for him. I did. And I'm sure he'll be using it. Jason, get your couch ready, buddy, because I'm coming. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we will. What? Just before we go, I had somebody ask me this week, a friend from work. Um, I they said, "Hey, I've been listening to the show. I like it." I started listening. I said, "Please comment on iTunes if you can." And they said, "Well, what does that do?" And if I understand it correctly, if you go to iTunes and you comment, iTunes sees that we have traffic and that people give a shit about the show, and they they push well, us every right? week. Um, your show or your episode gets gets a rating, and that that determines where you are in the you know, the lexicon of, of the top 
podcasts. So I, I think mostly like Adam Carolla, like all these, these big top tier podcasts every week. Basically the way you get there is by people subscribing, people leaving a comment or, and people leaving a, um, what do you call it? A rating. So the more traffic you get, the higher your rating goes and that's how you end up. And then what they do is if you end up in the top 100 people that are going to look for new podcasts go, Oh, who's in the top 100 for or the top 10 for comedy this week or what? And then they, that's how they find your podcast. So every week it gets the more people they, if they wanted every single week. We want you to go and comment on that particular episode. Please do. I know it's a pain in the ass, but it would help us out. You could in the comments, uh, Tell us, you know, what you think we could do better, what you liked, what you didn't like. But uh, on the rating, always give us five stars. We will accept nothing else. And if somebody uses anything other than iTunes, is there a, a way? Uh, no. I mean, you, you could definitely you could do the same thing on Stitcher, but obviously it, that would happen for Stitcher. Then you'd be rated higher on Stitcher. Okay. But uh, we're no longer on the uh, Butterfly Radio, so that really, I mean, we're there technically, but uh, I don't post anything on there anymore because I think the people died or something. It's just, uh, it's like nobody's there anymore. Well, I don't know either way, on. thank you guys for listening. And um, I'm, I'm, as, as when we told the first story, I started talking about what street we lived on and what school we went to. I'm trying to go a little more. What local. hood you grew up in? What ho- <laughs> whose name be ringing out in the streets? But uh, I, I, we realized there's really not there's really not any other podcasts in the area, so. If you have, like I said, if you have something that is going on, let us know. If you have a business that's getting started, if uh, you're in a band that's picking up steam, let us know because there really is no other. You could try the times. Good luck. And you, well, listen, ask any single person, whether it be Delaney Fisher, whether it be Elaine Osgood, whether it be Paul Verzi, whether it be Jason Fallman, any of these Eddie people. Furlong, my girl. Any of these people um, that have helped us or helped us with the podcast contributed uh, content, whatever it is, we definitely go out of our way on social media and here on the podcast to uh, promote them and, and uh, basically uh, push their products. So mm-hmm. again, uh, if, if nothing else, lights of Bridgeport, a local lights of Bridgeport, they're, get, they're not a I ton of forgot. airplay, but they are getting some airplay in California. Via yeah. The Fallman us, show. So Jason Fallman played some of them. So like I said, I mean, one spin at a time, man. I mean, it's all about networking. Yeah. So we'll see what we can do. Uh, I don't know what else I got. That's it. Goodbye. Right. Later. No. Wait. 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 I'll beat her. Same. <laughs>